There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Trigger warning, listeners, please note this episode contains subjects ranging from suicide to drug abuse. Hello, welcome to Man Baggage. My name is Russell Kane. This is the safe space where I get men, boys, whatever you want to call us, most of us stick as boys, together. We drill into their heads and we try and work out how men's brains work, don't work, why they don't work and how they're not working. We know they're not working because we've got an epidemic of steroid abuse, male eating disorders, male suicide rates. Something is going wrong. Equality is being strived for, great. Women are getting more power, fantastic. Everything's equalizing, but there seems to be a nasty after effect. Men are going fucking mental. They're shaving their balls. They're taking <laughs> stare. I mean, I always hoped equality would be women being lifted up to the equal power of men. Women with hairy armpits saying fuck off to patriarchy. But what's actually happened is this. Men are shaving every hair off their body and posing for selfies at Wayne Lineker's Ocean Beach Club. Something has gone wrong in the wrong direction. That's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. And also, a lot of women listen to this show. That's been the surprise thing from this journey. A lot of other podcasts or radio shows that have tried to do this end up with male listeners with men talking about men's things while lads talk about lad things. We do things differently here. We're providing an instruction manual for confused women to try and understand why their Neanderthal has a cog flying off it in the corner of the room. And also, we have all types of people on here. I mean, we got a show come out recently where the female auditor seat was actually played by a man in drag. So we have all types of identities. There is more gender fluidity in this podcast than there is on my keyboard. And there is a lot of gender fluid on that. Trust me, it's, lo- <laughs> it's lonely on the road. And, and what a couple of guests we got today. I mean, I've been bothering today's guests to try and get some tickets or a space. I would happily pay if I could freaking get into these brunches he's throwing. They look absolutely amazing. DJ, house music legend, music legend, seems to know bloody everyone. Got the funniest memes on the internet and a banging new book out, I Don't Take Requests. It is, of course, DJ Fat Tony. What an honour to have you in the house. I feel like I should have mixed you in like a noun at a time, then an adjective, then a verb until eventually a full sentence was mixed into mine. Yeah. An F to the A to the T to the T to the exactly. O to the N to the Y. No, thanks for having me, man. I would love to sit here with another man trying to interrogate masculinity, but that would make us like all the other shows and it would also lead us possibly to drift into sexist generalisations about, well, you know what women think. Not in this space. I always have a strong female presence, a female auditor to call bullshit on some of the outrageous shit that comes out of my mouth. And today, 
I mean, the, this person is such a high achiever. I had to check how to bill uh, Gizzy Erskine before I introduced <laughs> her. Chef, restaurateur, but so much more. We know you're, you've crossed that threshold from just preparing delicious feasts and foods into the influencer sphere. We see you on TV. We sort of know you as a television personality. You're a sort of food influencer, a restaurateur, a, a food writer and lingerie model as well, most recently. Yeah, shush about that. <laughs> that was amazing. That was an amazing opportunity. Liberating. Like, you know, 40, 42 years old and like size 14 with my... Uh, in Why pants, not? Which was with, with one week, one week's warning as well. So I just had to go in. It was great, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> the reason I'm mentioning that is not to be pervy because I, I did... Um, well, it was a little bit to be perfect. I did a, I did Cosmo's nude centerfold, and they said you can do whatever concept you want. So I said, can I be laying back in foil, um, feeding a model grapes? And they said yes. So then I shat myself. I was like, Am I, can I really do that? And it's what today. Hopefully not on the foil. No, not on the foil. In fact, it was handy. It was easy to parcel up. But the, uh, <laughs> but that is today's subject: fear. Before I tell you about the subject that we're going to delve into, let's just take a moment to be astounded by the two guests I've managed to get this week. The man's head who I'm drilling into is none other than Greg Rutherford, a track and field legend, obviously, but I know him as, as a dancer <laughs> and, pro- and professional professional ginger. He turned, he turned uh, professional ginger in his teens. He was in the amateur ginger league till he was about 14, turned professional. And it was, he went from there into track and field. <laughs> do people with red hair compete in a separate category or do you run against uh, blonde and brew? <laughs> Do you know what? I love that. That's probably the best intro I've ever had professional ginger. I'm, and I'm prouder of that than probably anything else in my life, to be totally honest now. Not so much when well, I was... Everyone turns pro. Well, that's the thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the amount of stick you have to take to get there, I think. I think maybe that's what it's on. The bronze is exactly. how much abuse you get over the years is to whether or not you can go pro or not. So I would definitely like to think that I am most certainly pro now. Thank you. Yes. You're about three years away from ticking a diversity box. Just hang in there. Um, <laughs> I'm joined by a female guest as well. Why? But this is a man's area. Why do we have to have women ruining bloke stuff yet again? It's political correctness gone mad. Not that you're allowed to say a woman exists anymore, Gary. I know women have been abolished. But I'm joined by a female for this for this reason. And we smashed it out of the park this week with Giovanna Fletcher. Obviously a very successful author, book writer generally. Anything she publishes seems to just sell in its hundreds of thousands. But also champion of the... Well, I'm going to call it the jungle out of nostalgia. But I'm a celeb champion. I mean, that is quite some skill range, Giovanna, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I just went into a castle and, you know, just rested and uh, cooked some food and, and chatted to people for three weeks. It was, a, it was a really nice time. It actually it felt like a bit of a time off. It felt like a holiday, <laughs> if I'm honest. And, uh, and I think going into it, everyone's like, you've got cameras on you 24-7. But actually, in everyday life, you've got people at you all day long. Mm, so actually, to switch off from that was actually... It, 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 it was it was lovely. It's quite some difference, though, isn't it? Going from author to like eating like broad testicles or something. <laughs> well, and being an author where you're on your own the whole time. I couldn't imagine imagine Ian McEwan filleting a kangaroo's cock. I, just can't, I, just can't I wonder if he has. <laughs> <laughs> should get him on and ask him. I was going to say as well, I think it's only a, only a parent can say that going into something like the jungle or the castle is a holiday, isn't it? I mean, that, that's the big thing. I sort of look at it and think, yeah, no, I get that. I fully get that. Going to work's a holiday. 
Haven't, haven't you ever, as a parent, let's be completely honest, been ill, not seriously, but like quite bad, like food poisoning, shooting yourself in bed, and it's still sort of a nice little holiday? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> From the t- I broke my ankle at the start of the year, and I've got to say, that week where I spent in holiday, in bed, just in case the kids jumped on me, it felt like a holiday. I was Netflix, chilling, you know, in pain, but yeah. uh, it was a holiday as well. It well, um, we'll use that as a, and sorry for the painful pun, jumping off point. Um, <laughs> Very good. Yeah, and you too, Greg, Greg, I suppose. And uh, into today's topic, which feels relevant to what we've just said, because we're going to talk about self-care. Did they get to see your balls? No, yeah, the girl was laying in my in, in my lap and she, her head was in my crotch and I was feeding her grapes, which we ended up dating for a year after. I mean, once once your penis has entered um, someone's ear, it really does <laughs> it does get rid of the awkwardness of it. It doesn't really say much about the size of your penis, though, if it's entered her ear. Listen, it ripped out the other side of her head. That was the sad bit oh. about the shoe. Oh, yeah, of course it did. <laughs> yeah, of course. Her paled front, front of the cortex. No, but um, fear is, is a threat of danger, pain or harm, but my God... Can danger, pain or harm come in so many different forms? We're human beings. It's not just a lion on the savannah. It's, as we've just been describing, social rejection, fear of being uh, judged. Pain comes in so many forms. And of course, that can lead to harm. But I'm going to jump right in at the deep end, Tony, and ask you, do you think, and this is your experience of all men, gay, straight, old, young, friends, and your experience is wide. It's celeb, celestial. You've got your, your, I'm getting your normal friends as well in your normal life. So it's going to be a wider experience of masculinity than most. But do you think men hide their fears better than women? Uh, no, I don't. I think men, we as men, we, it kind of, we don't express our fears. Women express their fears to their best friends. They're, they're in their circle. They'll ring up their mate and say, oh, I've got this going on. Men don't because the ego comes from a place of fear. So men are more ego driven. So we won't tell you what you've got going on. I spent a lifetime of living in fear of anyone knowing that I was doing this or living in fear that anyone would find my darkest secrets out. You know, so, and it's all ego based. Ego comes from a place of fear. And I think men, when we try to, we are scared of stuff. It comes out sideways. We, it kind of manifests into something else. So instead of saying, oh, to your girlfriend or to your boyfriend, I'm really, really feared up around losing you right now. We'll act, you've been cheating on me. You've been doing this, you've been doing that. Because it will turn into an insecurity around our own fear. I don't think men handle it very well at all. And do you think it's, it's different with gay men and straight men or is that across the board with masculinity? I think there's a slight curve in it, slightly. But I think it's just across the board, really, when it all comes to men. Because, you know, gay men hate any loopholes in their in their gayness. We hate anyone finding out that we've got a problem in the sexual department or we've got a problem with our eating disorders or we're doing too many drugs. We don't want anyone to know that because as gay men in the LGBT team, we put on this front, it's all glossy and we want people to think how well we're doing, how good we look. We go to the gym six days a week, right? Therefore, we can't have a drug problem. Look how good I look. I look how ripped I am. It's all about image. So as soon as they start to show a weakness in that image, then there's a problem. Do you know what I'm saying? Especially with gay men. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What a guest I've got today. I mean... If we're talking about man, we can spell it with a capital fucking M. First rose to prominence on an island of love as one of the alpha males after selling fucking pens in Kent or something, whatever he was doing before. I have remembered that right. Is that right, Jack Fincham? You were selling pens in Kent? And yeah, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm really puffed my chest out when he's digging me up. And I was like, yeah, I did, I fucking did, didn't I? Yeah, you went on Love Island, formed a very successful union, down to earth, man's man, bloke, someone we could all relate to, has gone on to have a media career, influencer career, and has now, I mean, you already had your pro boxing licence, but I hear, pending a brain scan, you're back in the game. Yeah, man, I, do you know what? Not, not a lot of people knew this. I, I used to actually pad people in, in the Love Island villa and stuff. It was like, how do you know how to do this? I was obviously the fattest one in there, didn't care. Didn't care. Anything to make your weight class, though, do you know what I mean? Well, that's what I'm saying, yeah. That's <laughs> what I mean. So no, no, yeah, nobody expected me to be any form of athlete. But yeah, so I, I had my first fight when I was like 13, and I've had like 27 since. My last fight, I was 25, 26. And then um, I just I started doing a bit of like punditry on uh, like BT Sport, and I thought, oh, and then we just come up with this idea, why don't, why don't we turn pro? So I went and got my licence, was meant to fight, then I ended up in a car crash. One of many, idiot. I broke my nose and I couldn't fight, so it didn't happen. But I've just gone back, got to redo the brain scan. And yeah, should have my pro debut in about 10, 12 weeks, I should think. That's fantastic. And is, is there anywhere yeah. we can go to learn more about that? Or do we just head to your social yeah, media? Yeah, all of my social media. There's a, lot, there's a lot about it on there. There's a lot about it on there. Yeah, and you still see all bits of training and stuff. I did actually try and make a boxing Instagram page, but I, I, I struggled to sort of handle one. So yeah, I don't know, it's yeah. just hard to type some, with the gloves yeah, on, isn't it? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, that as well. That as well. Hang on, two. I went to two sets, got to post a selfie, go get out. <laughs> so uh, those p- people who follow the podcast, which is growing every week, thank you very much, um, will know that I always have a female guest on here because we did try the very, very early days with just blokes exchanging their problems but men tend to drift in sort of sexist generalizations or you know what women are like and it works really well when there is a strong female presence to call bullshit or to analyze what the men are saying i call it the role the female auditor and today i'm going to do something i've never done before i've never i mean apart from doing play your cards right once for charity i've never worked with this next female talent whose name is Lindsay kane and i'm actually married to i think a lot of people at that point are googling thought he was gay wasn't he and, um, 
<laughs> Listen, level seven Panani master, and I can dance. Beware to the Geldem if I'm ever single again. That's all I'm saying. Russell. Sorry. So I'm joined by Lindsay Kane. Lindsay, thank you very much for filling in at the last minute. We, we were like, we're going to have to cancel it. And I just turned to Lindsay and I was like, well, do you fancy doing your first ever appearance on a podcast? We're filming this as well. So how do you feel? Comfortable? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I like the way you've got the word minky next to the, the left of your head, which everyone knows is, is slang for Jack and Danny. So this is how Russell got me, yeah. It's, an, it's my nickname. Because I, I met Lindsay, she was in the front row of my comedy gig and I went on and I started doing this like dirty joke with the word minky in it. And then after the show, people were tweeting about it and that's how we ended up getting married. So what, you know. said that you had, you had me at minky. Imagine that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. Yeah, all right. I got to do my jokes now. That's it. I have to say, it doesn't work for all women. Don't just go up to a woman in the street no. and go, Fanny, right, are we on? Yeah, no. Yeah. But it definitely wouldn't work for me. No, no, don't, don't do it. I think yeah, the last time I saw out. you, weren't we doing the Crystal Maze the last time I saw you? I was going to bring it up. I was wondering if you remember that. Of course I do. I'd love to do that. Jack was disqualified. He punched his way out. He went locked in. He went, no, I'm not mug. Just punched his way straight <laughs> through the wall. <laughs> Right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about jealousy. Now, this subject, dear listeners, was picked before I knew the female in the seat was going to be Lindsay K. So I suspect this one will be downloaded in greater numbers for all the wrong fucking reasons. So I'm going to start with the difficult, impossible trap questions I always do, and I only want you to answer in your experience. There's no one is on here to get cancelled. I bloody hope. But do you think, Giovanna, that men care less about self-care than women, in your experience? Oh, that's interesting. Uh, I would say, no, they don't. And I I think the act of self-care, and I don't know whether I'm coming at it from a mum point of view, the act of self-care when you're a mum, it's tinged with this guilt. So if I go for a run I, I or a walk, whatever, I, I feel this guilt while I'm doing it of, oh, but there's so many, you know, I'm, ta- I'm taking the time away. Or Whereas actually I feel like a man, a dad might be able to do that and just be in the activity and not, mm-hmm. and not, and I guess it's what you define as self-care. You know, is self-care going to get your hair or your nails done or is it going off and Definitely. just losing yourself <laughs> on a run for half an hour? Both. Or going... Both, those, both <laughs> yeah, those things. Yeah, and, yeah, and it's, it's up to you. It, it's what you find useful to you. So I feel like, for me, I think men are quite good at self-care in the sense of they're able to relinquish responsibilities and just go for it. I think from my point of view, um, and I've had these conversations with Susie, my partner, plenty of times... I'm going to agree 100%. I find it very easy just to go off and go for a run. <laughs> and, then, and you know what? It's only because now I've been made aware that I find it so easy is that I now feel slightly bad about it. And I'm going to say slightly bad because I still go and do it quite regularly. Mm. And I don't know if it's different for me. Like going for a run is probably one of the most important things for me or trying to work out. And, and if we're talking about, obviously we are talking about self-care here, it, that for me is a big part for me. And obviously that comes from my life being all about physical activity but for me mm. when I can't do it and I've, I've just I'm coming out the back end of a period of four months of being unable to do it I realize how much it affects me so I think I've probably developed knowing the need to go out and do it and equally I'm very happy to go and do it because yeah I feel like I, I sort of have to if you like as well which is a, a funny, I think I'm a better person around the house when I'm content and able to go out and do the odd thing. And that sounds terrible. But that is the thing, though. 
No, but taking that half hour to just go out and have a bit of time for yourself. Like I, I know that I can go out feeling quite stressed, but I come back, nothing has changed, but everything is just sort of elevated a little bit. So it is so important to go out and take that time. But it does, for me, make me feel a little bit guilty at the same time, which I know is ridiculous and counterproductive. So... I'm going to kick straight off with you, Jack. And, you're, and we're only ever asking for your opinion based on women you've dated, women you're with, sisters, mums, aunties, nans, family, and what you've observed in the world. But do you think men are more jealous than women? Yeah. You think men are more jealous than women? Just from my experience, right? Like, I, I don't know, I suppose I'm going off, like, when I, you know, I've been, been seeing girls and they tell you... Because, I, I mean, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't particularly get jealous, but I, I do get insecure... I suppose sometimes. I suppose that's you know, like for example, you know, but you, your birds and I be fudge. I mean, around all the rip bodies, I'd probably think, oh, gosh, you know, would you like this? Any good? Do you yeah. know what I mean, like that, <laughs> but not not in a weird way. We're like, we're like, oh, come home, or you know, in a horrible way. Yeah. But I'm I'm going off. I, I, you know, I've never really had girls be all sort of weird and possessive over me. So, but um, I'm going off with like girls that I've sort of seen. They tell me about a past boyfriend or you know, a past relationship, and they'd say things like, you know. He'd say to, he'd tell me what I, what what to wear. I know any girl I've been with. I told her what to wear. She told me to fuck off. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I don't get that side of things. So, and I suppose if a girl's ever been jealous of me, I'm going to do what I'm doing anyway. Because I know I, I, if they say like, oh, you can't go there, or don't go there, because so and so's going, I'm going to go. Who are you to tell me where I can and can't but, go? So what, when she's yeah. talking about an ex, do you ever get like jealous in retrospect? I think. <laughs> It, it, I don't know. It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I think people that even say they're not jealous, there's always something yeah. like, that would make them jealous. They're yeah. 100%. So are you telling me, right? So goes, I'm just so secure in myself. Like, everything, I'm just fine with everything about myself. I love myself. It, brilliant. That's good. So you, say your, your bird ended up on a, a fucking uh, a girl's holiday and her ex-boyfriend stayed with his pals in the same hotel. You're telling me yeah. that's not going to bother you at all? It would yeah. bother you. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, she says something like, if anything, it was too big and it hurt with my ex. So <laughs> oh, for better. fuck's sake, imagine. <laughs> oh, God, no. If anything, if anything, so what you've got is perfect. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I don't want to be perfect. I want to be uncomfortable and threatening. <laughs> so, so, Linz, you're going to say that women are more jealous than men in your experience then? Do you know what? Actually, Jack, like, come to think of it now... I mean, if you ask my ex-boyfriends, they would all say I'm a mental bitch. And I would say that they were jealous as well. So, but I'm, Ross is the first relationship where we just like, my gut feeling was right. Like I just, I just, you know, I've got a good feeling about him. And I, we just trust each other. We, like, And especially with the industry that Russell's in, like when I met him, he, he was a comedian, so he could, What do you mean? You I know, still am a comedian. No, okay. I, no, I, no. I mean, I mean, I didn't meet you before you were a comedian, like as a copywriter. I met you as a comedian, yeah. Um, and you've got the, you know, <laughs> when he goes places, you know, he does have a lot of female attention. I'm not, I'm not jealous, but if honestly, if you ask one of my exes, but but that's because my exes were untrustworthy and they were getting up to no good. So that was my gut feeling. That's why I was jealous with them when they were going out here, there, and everywhere because they kept doing stuff to make me doubt them that they were blatantly you know getting up to no good so I knew deep down and that, I think that's what it is that gut feeling of knowing that they're up to something not able to prove it and that's what your head's telling you they're fucking you off like that you know they're up to something that, that that's what I was going to say to you I was going to ask you that because people always say this because you know if, if you've ever had argue I mean I, remember, I was only young about 21 I was with a girl and I remember she went to um Vegas someone told me she'd done something 
And then I started going, well, look, hang on, fucking did, like, did you did you do this? What, what was they told me if you've done? And then she went, you're only saying that because you probably been going out doing it yourself. And I thought, fucking hell. I think yeah. at the time, I, I think it's at the time like I probably soon. was. But like, I, I think, that, is, that, is that a thing? That is obviously a thing, isn't it? It could be an age thing as well. Got, it's got to be an age thing. Because now I wouldn't even think that you don't think like that. But I think, I think, I think I early sort of 20s, you don't really know what the fuck you want, but, do you? This is the end of part one, the best of man baggage. My bulging baggage still bulges. Come back for part two. Powered by Spirit Studios. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.